Welcome to the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. Hi, this is Ken Blanchard. We need a new leadership model in business today, one that values both people and results, where leaders see their role as serving instead of being served. In this podcast, my friend and colleague, Chad Gordon, interviews experts who help us explore different aspects of leadership. I know you'll be encouraged and inspired by what you hear and you'll walk away with ideas and insights that will help you be the type of leaders others want to follow. Ready to get started? I'll be back at the end of the interview where I'll share what I've learned and how I'll be putting it into action. Now enjoy this installment of the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. Welcome to the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast, and today we are going to be diving into listening. We're joined by Tom Caden and Michael Gingrich, the authors of Listening 2 by 2, A Paradigm Shift for Leaders. That's when the magic happened. Gentlemen, welcome to the Blanchard Leader Chat Podcast. Thank you. uh, Thanks, Chad. Very privileged to be here today. Every single person, I think, if they're honest with themselves and and so many different assessments show (laughs) that we are pretty darn bad overall at listening as a people. Why do you think that is? Oh, people have asked us, do we, you know, before, do, do, uh, you know, we think that people are bad at it or good at it or whatever. And and we would agree. Most people are pretty bad. No one's ever asked us why. (laughs) So, (laughs) okay, now we have to think about the why. Um, Part of it is, you know, so there's some maybe some practical reasons. Part of it is that people we're always thinking about our response, and even while someone is speaking, we're not totally listening as closely as we could because we're thinking about how we can respond to it, and therefore we miss things. Mm. So there's part of it. Uh, part of it is that we live in a world where technology, as wonderful as it is, can be a huge distraction, and People looking at their phones, looking at the computer screens. They're they're you know looking at somebody wa- even walking by, which is not technology, technology, but it's we 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 are just easily distracted, and 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 that's tough. Another reason, and then I'll let Tom answer too if he's if he's got some other things to say, is that real listening requires work. It's hard work. Yeah. And it sometimes can take us to places when we listen well and when people are truly vulnerable and open with us, some places that are hard to go. And we might hear some things that are hard to hear just because they're intense, they're, 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 they're difficult, maybe they're even painful, something that someone is sharing with us. And sometimes we don't even try to listen as well as we could and, and therefore ask deeper questions to follow up because we might be afraid of what we'll hear and how we, again, will respond to that and how we will react to it. Those are some reasons. So I'll, I'll uh, kind of ask the, the origin story of, of you two guys, I think, and I was, I was, I have to really think, I think this is the first time I've had dual guests on, not in studio, not Blanchard folks, but dual. What brought you guys together? Mm-hmm. Well, we love that. We love to be groundbreakers. So Michael and I are dear, dear friends. We started our nonprofit 10 years ago, actually last month, we just had our 10 year anniversary. 
but we've been best friends probably for the better part of 15 years. We have known each other. We both served in a very similar work environment and we just provided an ongoing support to each other in kind of a vulnerable time in our lives. We are, the name of our organization is someone to tell it to. And, and it actually comes from an Australian author who once said that someone to tell it to is one of the fundamental needs of human beings. And we say that we believe that because we've experienced it. Both of us have had times in our lives where we've needed someone to tell it to, whether it's dealing with just uh, mental illness or uh, a child with special needs or a spouse who's had a cancer diagnosis. Those are all just common things that all of us have to face in life. But then even just in a working relationship, we've found, and this is what the book is all about, that it, it can be kind of lonely at the top. Uh, we're co-CEOs of this organization as it's grown in the last 10 years. And we actually had Ken Blanchard on our podcast. Uh, we lead a podcast series several years ago. And Ken just talked about extensively of how lonely it can be having to make all the decisions and the weightiness of, of the pressure to, to lead well. And, and so just being able to be that listening ear for each other has been invaluable. The book's called Listening Two by Two, and, and it's interesting. You were you. I didn't mean to put both of you on the spot. I certainly didn't. Um, but I think about when I fail. It's it's. I'm you know. I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm tired. I I I fail to listen because I um, I'm let my ego get in the way. I, I fail to listen because um, I'm so worried about what I'm going to say next. You know, and and I think I think that speaks to a lot of our listeners out there. It's it's not that we're bad people or we're we're flawed. We just uh, we don't take the approach and. What I like about your approach and the fact that you guys came on and I love that you're best friends, um, you see this as, as, as something you do with people. And it almost speaks to what Ken says about leadership. It's, it's what you do with people, not to people. So is listening is something you do with people, right? Absolutely. Um, and, and we have to. It, it, it isn't doing it to someone. It's, it's, it's doing it with someone. As, you, as you've said, that's absolutely, that's absolutely correct. People will ask us, all the time, you know, tell me the three top things I need to do to listen better that, you know, they want quick answers, you know, sometimes soundbite answers. And, and that's tough because it, listening is not a soundbite, you know, and, and how to listen well, it doesn't, you know, can't be taught in a soundbite. We say from the, it's not just what you do, but before you do anything to listen well, You've got to believe that the person to whom you are listening, the person who is talking to you, the person in front of you, the person you're with is a person of worth yeah. and dignity, and they deserve respect because they're a human being. If we don't believe that about someone, we're truly not going to listen to them. If we think we are better than they are, if we think they are... Um, imperfect, which, which we all are, but if we think that, you know, somehow their imperfections don't make them worthy of being heard, um, we will not listen. And it's essential to believe first that everyone has a story to tell, everyone has something to say, everyone has something to offer. We may not always agree with their opinion. We might not agree with their with the way they've handled their lives. We might not like their story, but we need to believe that they 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 deserve to be heard, and that's where it starts. The rest of it 
in some ways is window dressing in a lot of ways. But if you don't believe that, it's really hard to listen. Yeah, one of my core values is is connection. And and you know when you have it with the person in front of you and you know when you're being disregarded and not to, and so this is a big piece of, of what you're teaching. So so give me the three top tips to be better listeners. So I'm just, yeah. just kidding, just kidding. I'm actually listening to you. But you do you do uh, um you do break it down into the listen model. So why don't we give a couple, give our listeners, like I said, the goal of the leader chat is for people to come away with a couple things where they can do differently. Let's give them a couple things that they can do differently as they approach um, those conversations. And these could be work conversations. They could be personal conversations. So what, what do you find is to be one of the most valuable things beyond the respect of just showing up for somebody? What can they do differently? Yeah, let's, we, we would love to get into the acronym. We use this simple acronym in our book, L-I-S-T-E-N, and we'll, we'll break it down for you. Uh, but I think just even before we get into it, I think one of the things that this pandemic and this, this looming shutdown and just what we're faced with around the world right now is, is bringing the need for communication and listening to the top of everyone's list of priorities and skills to develop. I, I think I just saw in an article the other day by Fast Company that they called this great resignation. They, they rephrased it and called it the great reprioritization. We really love that because what we're finding in work cultures that we work with at someone to tell to is there are a lot of toxic work environments that people, they don't enjoy going to work every day because they're not feeling, as Michael mentioned, feeling like they're worthy uh, as if they belong. So we do think that some of these, uh, these practical tips that we're going to teach you right now could be helpful. The first one is, is L, lean in and remove barriers. We talked uh, earlier just about removing distractions. And this is hard because as leaders, we're inundated with noise and distractions. And I'm sure you've experienced this as a leader, Chad. We all have that sometimes it's just nearly impossible to free ourselves from the things demanding of our attention. But we would say that people are the least of our distractions. <laughs> we need to like discipline ourselves to give our team members our undivided attention. We need to look them in the eye. We need to listen best with our eyes wide open. One of the things that we love to say is our eyes are emblematic of what's going on inside our hearts. And so focus in with our eyes and our hearts is a, it's a powerful magnet for connecting with people. Something that's really important to us because we're introverts um, is that we can't ignore the introverts in the room. Yeah. We've often found that they're, they're deep wells of insight, probably more than most of us realize. And and we live in a society where it's like 75% of us are more extroverted than introverted. And so trust us, we've been overlooked often in meetings. And, and to this day, we try our best to pay attention, to quiet, to, to quiet ourselves, uh, to, to listen to our colleagues and to help them feel safe and valued. The I in the LISTEN acronym stands for interested and curious. And, and we just believe that it's, again, a leader or, or anyone who's listening to, to anyone else needs to have a genuine interest in, in another person's life, in their hopes, their dreams, their visions. Um, and, you know, in an or, you know for, for an organization, if, if that's what they're part of, are, are for be interested in their personal lives too, you know, their, their family, what, what, what things that they love to do, um, you know, experiences that they've had. All of that is important. And, it, and it's also important to 
um, again, help help people know that they that that their self worth matters and and is significant. And it's about being positive uh, with, with with people and you know and affirming affirming their perspectives. Even again, even if you don't agree, but to affirm that the perspectives are real, they're very real for them. And you know that's that's important too. You know, I wanted to, to pose a question um, that, that piqued my interest as we were kind of like looking at the L and the I of, of leaning in and removing barriers and, and then the, you know, being interested and curious. Things have changed in the workplace and there are, there is a lot of dissatisfaction and there is a lot of issues there. Um, you know, what challenges are you seeing with, you know, interpersonal communication a little bit different on a Zoom? And, and it is different when you're across the room from each other and some people that don't have their cameras on or or you can tell they might be multitasking. But it, <laughs> listening is so key. I mean, it's so important to um, to, to building those relationships. Are we losing a lot in, in this this uh, this interesting times that we are uh, that we're living in right now? And keep in mind, we're recording this in February of 2022. Hopefully if you're listening to this a year from now. It's different. But. Is, is, is something being lost in all of this, um, the lack of, of that, those personal connections? Well, one of the things that someone had told you, I mean, early on, way before the pandemic, we've always done a lot of our work virtually. I mean, we've had people in, I think, 15 countries reach out for, for our listening support from our team members. And so we, we do think we've, we've bridged that gap pretty easily. Um, you know, the pandemic didn't really affect us in that way. But we'd like to make the point that technology is something that's just not going away. So we have got to figure out how to work with it. And we think that we have, we think that you can still foster relationships of depth and intimacy. You just have to learn to utilize the resources that we've, we have before us, because again, they're not going away. So we got to learn to work with them. I think it just takes a little bit more intentionality. Um, certainly even with our team now, when people are scattered and we have, we have team members in, in other States too, you have to be, you have to be really disciplined about scheduling time with them to talk about things other than just tasks. Um, we, we could all hop on a zoom and it could be a pretty focused laser focused meeting for 30 minutes, but are, is there that relational piece uh, of connection that ultimately is going to lead to better outcomes as Ken would say? Because it, without the, the relationships, the results that you're looking for are not going to come. So we just have to be really intentional about it. And it takes, it takes a little bit more effort. There's, there's no denying that. I mean, being especially those of us who are on a lot of Zoom meetings in a day. But we do think that we can work with it. And we have to. And, and with our team, when, when, when we're together and when we're you know, doing this through Zoom, everybody's virtual, scattered, scattered around. We, we, we're very intentional about asking Asking about them, asking how they are doing, and and we hope asking some incisive, <coughs> excuse me, some incisive questions that enable them to talk to talk about themselves, to share a joy that they might joys that they might have, something that they're they're proud of, or even think some things that they're struggling with. We we try to give that space, especially for our team members, and and we we hope we're doing that to people to, to whom we're listening as well. Uh, and even in training that we do, the training that we do and the podcasts that we lead, we, we, we try to be very personal with people as much as possible to uh, form connections, to help them feel comfortable. And, and we think that we've, you know, we've done pretty well at that. In fact, the very first webinar we were asked to lead 
was for the International Listening Association. There were people from several countries around the world. We're, we're located in Pennsylvania. The furthest person away was in Australia, if we, if we remember correctly. Um, but we are, the, the, the whole webinar was supposed to be about how do you make social media, you know, how do you use that to form connections? And, and most of the people remember on that webinar, were, you know, they were pretty negative about social media and you can't really do it well. And they had a lot to say that was bad about it. And we don't disagree with a lot that's, that is not good, but we also then, then needed, wanted to tell people about how we can be used and how we've done it. And in fact, in that webinar, it was scheduled for an hour. They asked us to stay an extra hour, <laughs> excuse me, um, in order to talk more about it because they had so many questions about that and we're intrigued about how it can be done. So we know it's tough in a lot of ways, but it, we, I think we found ways in which to do it well. So we talked about uh, the L and we talked about the I. Um, the S is simplifying self-care. What are, you, what are you trying to get across with that? Well, when you talk about simplifying your schedule for better listening and reflection, we, we all struggle. Um, but, but we feel as if we, we sometimes don't have time for that. The, the demands as leaders are relentless and we're pressured to perform. But we do think that we, we can create space in our schedules. Like we have to be really intentional about our schedules. We've often said that if we don't tell our schedules how we're going to spend it, it's going to spend it for us. So we have to be really intentional about how we schedule our time. And that might mean blocking out times in your day. I remember one of your episodes previously, you talk about uh, white space, I think, was one of your previous guests. And, and, and that's been something we've applied here at Someone to Tell To, is creating white space in your calendars to be a better listener, ultimately. Because if you're, if you're drained, you're not going to be able to offer the kind of connection that your team members need. So top performing and effective leaders, they, don't, they, they just don't book the entire day. They delegate what they don't need to do. Uh, we realize that we can't do it all and we shouldn't. And we trust others that, that they can get the job done and still in confidence and commitment. We often use the same old, the age old phrase that you, we have to work smarter, not harder. Um, so we hope that's helpful. Absolutely. Um, we've got a little bit more time for a, a couple more questions. Um, this next one, I think. I have found as an extrovert, um, this was one of the most challenging pieces for me. And I think I've gotten better at it. Um, we have this great exercise where, you know, you're just asked to sit and listen, you know, stand and listen rather, you know, for a minute, but don't even make any verbal cues. Don't nod. Don't make any murmurs, anything, just listen. And, and that exercise can be very painful for both sides and also, but also be very enjoyable for the side that's listening because they, they don't normally have the undivided attention. Um, but I share that to say talking less and embracing the silence. That is something for me, um, that has been a real gift that I've learned that I don't have to be clever. I don't have to be supportive with murmurs and nods and all those things. Sometimes the person on the other end just needs my attention and, and needs to share what they need to share without any sort of disruption. So talk more about talking less and embracing the silence. Well, you've actually said that very well. Um, you, you, you um, 
<laughs> you articulated that wonderfully. So you obviously have learned that, and and then that's fantastic. Well, it's really about giving giving space for people to to share. Sometimes some of the things they may have to share don't come out all that quickly because they might be it might be hard for them to say whatever it is that that they're that they're that they want to say, and sometimes they don't even know people. All of us sometimes don't know what we want to say until we actually say it. And it um, we need that space without being interrupted, without being judged, without someone hijacking the conversation from us, without someone just jumping in and talking to fill the silence. Um, and so that's that's really that's really important. And you know, it's about not fixing, you know, most people don't need or want to be fixed. They, they want to be heard. And in the hearing and in the articulating and knowing that somebody hears it and knows whatever is on their minds, it's amazing how the answers for them can come, you know, and they, and they realize what they, that, that what they might need to do. And also silence is revealing. Uh, it's, it, it's paying attention to what's not said. It's paying attention to what um, a, a person's body language, the, their eyes, whether they're looking, they are looking at you, or are they looking down, or are somewhere in the distance because they don't want. Maybe they're they're embarrassed to make eye contact, or ashamed of what they're saying, or are uncomfortable with it. For example, so those kinds of things are important. It's also what not said that that can be very significant too. We've just got time for just a couple more questions. Um, and uh, the listen model is, again, is a great way to kind of break this apart. We've talked about leaning in, being interested, simplifying self-care, talk less. The others are explain and ask questions. And then the, then the last one is negotiating the win-win. I'm just going to have our listeners buy the book. They're going to have to learn those yeah, things versus walking through everything. <laughs> so, so I want to give both of you an opportunity, um, both of you an opportunity to, um, to kind of to share as we've had this discussion today. Um, and you can choose who goes first, but what's the, what's the one thing you want our listeners to take away from our conversation and from what you've learned? I'd say it's just to kind of reinforce a lot of the servant leadership mindset that Ken's talked about throughout his whole career. I, I know one of my favorite of all of his quotes is just the best minute I spend is the one where I spend investing in people. We can never spend enough time with people. Honestly, there's always more time to be spent. I mean, I think one of the ways that we people ask us, well, how do you define listening? And the way that we've always defined it is just to know and be known. And there's always more to know about somebody else. There's always more that others can learn about us, which requires vulnerability, which I know there's been a lot of talk, especially in the last couple of years about vulnerability in the workplace and how much is, is enough. And is, is there too much that you can share as, as a leader? But we've found it to be true. The, the more vulnerable that we are with our team, the closer our relationships are and the better they are and the better results and outcomes are produced. Yeah. And I totally agree with all of that, of course. And it is about putting people first, it, you know, not people before profits, people before agendas, people before um, problems. Um, and if we sometimes if we can put people first and their their needs, listen to them well, there'll be a lot of problems that might not even occur. 
because because we've been listening, because we've been hearing, because we've been recognizing what people need and who they are and what they're good at and and what's hard for them. And it's and in doing that, cultures change. The culture of an organization, of any organization, whatever it is, can change when we put people first and when we listen with intention, with presence, without distraction, and, and listen with respect for what someone needs to say. That changes everything and that affects everything so much for the better. Beautiful. Tom Caden, Michael Gingrich, uh, so good to have both of you here. Your book is entitled Listening Two by Two, A Paradigm Shift for Leaders. If our listeners want to dig a little bit deeper into both of you, where would you send them? Yeah, they can go to our website, someone to tell it to.org. They can find us on Facebook, on social media. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. And uh, yeah, you can also find our YouTube channel, but we, we'd love for them to tune into our podcast series, the Someone to Tell It To podcast. We interview a lot of leaders around the, around the world uh, who care about listening. Definitely give them a follow. Definitely give them a listen and a review. It's always helpful for these podcasts to grow. So, And our book can be found on Amazon. You just go to Amazon, type in listening two by two, and it, it should come up. Um, hopefully you won't have to type in the rest of it to, you know, because it's long. <laughs> so hope that it, that it comes up and, you know, the book can be found there as well. And we absolutely uh, would love for as many people as possible to buy it simply because we hope it can change cultures for the better. Tom, Michael, thank you so much for being a part of the Blanchard Leadership Podcast today. It's been a joy. Thanks, it has Chad. been. You're very welcome. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for today's podcast. If you enjoyed this interview and like to learn more and also help us grow the audience, please subscribe to the Leader Chat podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, or wherever you're listening. And please share this with your friends. The best way you can help us grow, though, is feedback. As Ken Blanchard says, feedback is the breakfast of champions. So please write us a review if you haven't already. And by the way, this podcast is sponsored by the Ken Blanchard Companies. If you'd like to learn more, there's even a lot of free resources to better yourself and your organization. Go to KenBlanchard.com. You'll find all kinds of free tools and materials to help you and others grow. Thanks again to our guests for joining us today. For now, I have the pleasure of turning it over to Ken Blanchard for his thoughts on what we discussed. Here it is, your final minute with Ken Blanchard. Thanks, Chad, for bringing Tom and Michael on your show to talk about their book, Listening Two by Two. I've known them for a long time. In fact, I, in fact, I wrote the forward to the book. Why did I do that? Because I think the most important quality of a servant leader is that they listen more than speak, that they ask more than tell. And if people will learn those skills and even look at their acronym on LISTEN, it could really help them make a difference as they interact with important people in their lives, whether it be at home or at work or wherever it is, because listening is the key to applying and being a servant leader. So thanks. Listen to this. Share this with people. I want to tell you, it is a powerful, powerful stuff. Listening rather than speaking you know, asking rather than telling. Remember, if you focus on other people rather than yourself, it's going to make a real difference. So go for it. 
Thanks, Chad, and Tom and Michael. You know I'm a raving fan. God bless.